Spoiler alert, we will be spoiling parts of this film, as well as others. If you wish to watch this film spoiler-free, turn back now, before it's too late. Now, on with the show. Sorry, spoilers, but welcome to Postcut. Dinosaur Robots, right at the end! Hello, uh, my name is David M. Brown, and this is Postcut's feature tableau. Today, we are going to be discussing what is wrong with trailers. <laughs> with me are... Uh, Sarah Peterson. Hello. Dave Veerkamp. Hey, what's up? And his first time on a tableau, RJ Infacino. It's my first time. Hello. Trailers. They're they're important, but they're being kind of misused and they're the not bread and butter the of way. They're the bread and butter of marketing. Yeah. Yeah, to to an extent. Um I mean there are other ways to market besides the uh the, the trailer. You can use posters, you can use word of mouth, things mm-hmm. like that. But but specifically trailers. I think have gotten worse because but they spoil the whole movie practically sometimes. Exactly. They show the best parts of the movie and you feel like, well, I don't really need to see that movie because I've seen the best joke or the best sometimes the action sequence are better edited than the movies. Sometimes I feel oh, we're- so let's, before we get into what's wrong with trailers, let's start with films that have really good trailers and we're looking at old into new. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. All right, so let's so, start in old and move our way up. Yeah. So okay, let's sure. start with some of our older films that we know have very memorable, easy to digest trailers. Star Wars has an easy to digest trailer. Yeah. Yeah. The original Jurassic Park had a good one. Didn't feel too. Yes, much. it did. Mm-hmm. Lawnmower Man was pretty decent. Original Alien trailer. Mm. And you know a trailer that showcases how something that's minimalist can be w- done well. Yeah, yeah. 2001 A Space Odyssey had a really good trailer. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Uh, so did The Shining. Shining was, I would give that one a 50-50 of it we, being good, but also it kind of revealed a lot. Oh, then I'm I'm talking about a different trailer. Yeah, for The Shining. trailer? I'm talking about the original theatrical trailer, which is... Describe the, it for me. Basically, the, the main credits, right. basically the robot. Right. Over the scene where the blood comes out of the elevator. Right. With a different, with a different uh, music bed over it. Okay. The reason I say that is a really good trailer mm-hmm. is because it does everything that a trailer should do. Which it is? gives you the information of who the cast is, mm-hmm. who the director is. It shows you a good scene from the movie without giving away the plot or any kind of twists. And it makes you say the statement, I have to see this film because I want to know how much, how all the, how did all that blood get into the elevator? Okay. See, we're talking about a different trailer because there was one that came out that was pretty much the little girls. It was Jack Nichols. And mind you, it might've been a re It's probably like a secondary trailer. Yeah. But I mean, that one gave away a lot. I have a proposal then to state. Okay. Because we're on this topic here. Why do we need multiple trailers? Wouldn't it be yeah, sufficient just to have a single one. trailer? Well, I would like to argue as the marketer for the group, you need multiple instances to pull in those different type of audience members. For example, with Star Wars, you've got the quote unquote geek Mm-hmm. community that's going to be drawn in by space. And then you've got the female community that's going to be drawn in by the love story in right. Return of the Jedi. And you've got 
all of those elements. When it comes to trailers, one thing that you will notice, like a lot of, when this is like a single film, you'll see like a couple different trailers, but then all of a sudden, when we reach part of a series, all of a sudden you get like multiple, multiple trailers because all of a sudden they're, and it's not even to attract different audiences at that point. It's at that point, it it's to hype it up yep. and to hammer away at the audience they know they already have. My favorite trailers to get me hyped are mm -hmm. the ones where I see a little bit and then maybe a wink at something nerdy or something I'm looking forward to, mm. but that's it. They don't show anymore. Right. And now I got to see the movie because I want to know what happens. Mm hmm Sarah? With that, let's talk about film trailers that have done it wrong. Okay. Oof. Well, and we brought up Suicide Squad. The mm -hmm. new Terminator trailer. Well, yep. Suicide Squad didn't do the, the trailers trailer wrong. The trailer was right. The trailers were great. It was the fact that they let a trailer house edit the movie. Mm. There you go. That movie I don't think the new Terminator trailer is too bad. But it's revealed a lot. Like even the I don't even back line. If I don't knew even was going to be in there anyway. But I don't even know if that's given away a ton of the story because that's we true. haven't seen the movie yet. I haven't yet. seen it yet, but I have this feeling that it does. Like with the the Genesis movie, which by the way, I love that movie. I but love it. But it was very it. much revealed in the trailer. Mm. Very much. Yes and no. Except for the very ending of it, but and, it shows and so the much, beginning. And it revealed the twist already with um sorry spoilers, but welcome to Postcut. <laughs> <laughs> uh was it John Connor? Yeah. Is the new uh, Terminator, mm. and it's revealed in the second trailer. For which movie are we talking? Genesis. He's not the new Terminator. Yeah, he is. He's he comes back in time to I've fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Right, but he's not a Terminator. He... You're talking about the new movie coming out. No, the one before it. Okay. He he goes to fight Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. But he's not a Terminator. Well, he's turned into the whatever the next weapon for the machines. My point. Against the machines. No, no, no. He's not. What movie are you watching? <laughs> I was talking about Genesis. I've seen it three times. Yeah, John Connor, not Kyle Reese. John Connor. We need to rewatch this movie. Okay. John Connor is <laughs> the guy with the scar on his face that is the hero of the future for every Terminator movie who sends Kyle back and not telling him that he's his father to kind of repeat the cycle. John is transformed into a Terminator by your favorite character, Matt Smith, Matt Smith, who plays Skynet and becomes the, the bad guy. They've revealed that in the second trailer. Oh yeah. Well, so, but that's like a twist that I would have rather not been spoiled. That's okay. something I want to find out while watching the movie. Well, that's, that's the whole point. The whole point of a twist is so that you see it in the context of the entire film, not the trailer. Well, I wonder if right. they felt like it wouldn't come through in the film. Going back to trailers that did things wrong, um, I definitely feel like all of the Transformers trailers were just... Oh, yeah. They were all about the eye candy. Yeah. That's all they were doing to pull people in. I mean, all the, the movies, movies about themselves. Oh, my God. The movies are the yeah. eye candy. I, I don't think no, you could hide that plot, though. I really don't. Not even in a trailer for Transformers. No. I, I want to break apart. Just I want to dissect Transformers trailers. Notice how everyone features, oh, here comes the, the, oh, the giant robots. We're going we're to fight. All of a sudden then, okay, cut to the the hot female cast member. And or then, the young oh, female cast yeah. member, like the fourth one. Yeah. Oh my or God. the fifth one. Like, I'm like. Where she's I, crawling through both. the cars. Yeah. 
or or what about the one in the third movie where all of a sudden it's just a shot of her crying like i'm like or like the single tear i'm like why do i even oh care the fourth one's trailer that pissed me off it was like really you just revealed the whole reason like so we have this oh the transformers are coming back and they're all being hunted and like something they could have kept secret and gotten like a lot of things Dinosaur robots <laughs> right at the end. Yeah. I'm like, well, Optimus okay. And again, that's to pull you I, in. Yeah. Because you are a dinosaur fan. You are a robot fan. You're all about the sci-fi. You're all about that kind of existence and oh, film. But they could have hid that one too. I liked I the Bumblebee trailer. The oh. Bumblebee trailer was, that was good. good. Because it was not directed by Michael Bay. Yes. Well, <laughs> it was fantastic. And if we look at, for instance, the Avengers films. <laughs> I feel like mm. every Avengers film has like the exact same, same trailer. <laughs> They're cookie cut. They really are. The yeah, one trailer that, that's, I like. I think that's what it boils down to is that trailers are all kind of cookie the cutter. The yeah. only trailer in the Avengers lineup of the MCU that actually hasn't doesn't really anything is the last one because the whole mantra was it, and that's their marketing scheme. Was Don't to not spoil, spoil the, the movie. film. Mm. So they use that. Don't spoil. Spoil, As a marketing gimmick. Spoil everything up until the last movie. Do you yeah. know what trailer I love? Mm, kind of clever, actually. So when we went and saw It, the trailer for Birds of Prey. That was a good trailer. When they cut and you see the balloons and you're like, oh, this is going to mm. be the beginning of the movie. And then Harley Quinn comes out and she like <laughs> busts all the balloons. And you're like, did you think this is going to be another clown movie? And I was like, that is awesome. You watch a trailer and you get excited for a mm-hmm. movie, and because it the trailer tells you it's going to be this kind of movie, yeah, and then it's not. Then oh, it's that's not. that. That's like the Village by M Night Shyamalan. There it was go. marketed exactly. as a horror film, and you get this weird twist that they just don't want to deal with modern society. So you know which other movie had a really good trailer was Guillermo del Toro's Pan's Labyrinth. Mm, yeah. Because it didn't get posed as a horror movie. It didn't get posed as a fairy tale. It got posed as a little bit of both. A weird hybrid movie. For some reason, uh, a trailer that comes to mind, I have no idea why, honestly. Because I can name a bunch of different ones. But one that came out, for some reason, Spy Kids. The trailer Spy Kids had a good trailer. Spag- I was gravitated toward it. I was like... I you were also that movie. age. I was also the age demographic they're shooting for, but I really wanted to see that. Do you movie. remember when they did the high C like uh uh quest that if you got it signed by your parents, you go to spy kids camp? Yes. I, do I remember, remember that. filling that out for my parents and putting it in the mailbox and my Is it parents- a movie or a radio show? Spy kids. Spy kids. If you're the tenth caller, you get to go to Spy, spy Kid Camp. Kids. Exactly. <laughs> but I remember filling it out, and my parents telling me you could go to jail for that. I was like, Yeah, I remember that. Thanks, okay. parents. parents. Always don't want you to like do that kind of stuff. I know it's like Space Camp when uh, Xenon Girl of the 21st Century came out. And you could yeah. go to Space Camp. Oh my god. Oh, if you remembered Microbe's name. I was like, I got this. Some other movies that I remember, like the trailers gave away the whole movie, and it was just like, all right, I went to go see the movie. But the new Star Wars ex- movies. Well, we get into that. Star Wars. We're gonna movies. get into that. Everyone. But oh my god, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Yeah, you watch the trailer one. and you see the whole. You watch the trailer. You know what's gonna it's happen. It's gonna be the whole story right there. Well, and they even quote yes everything no. they're picking up along the way. Yes. So the first one was good. Yes. The Everyone original. After that, yes. 
It's like, what's going on? Davy right. Jones. And we're finding his heart in a chest. Okay. And you go see the movie? That's what happens. Yes. Exactly. So let's talk about, because we Good are all trailers. wearing Star Wars shirts here. Okay. We're talking about the Star, new Wars. Star Wars trailers. trailers. Okay. Ugh. I'm going to go first. Take the floor, Dave. Yep. Because Palpatine is no longer Emperor. It's that mouse. Everybody, the, the big thing that they did on the last one was they showed the uh, double-bladed lightsaber right. mm-hmm. that she had red, and everybody's like, oh, is she like a, a switchblade? Si- yeah, it's not even a switchblade. It's The multi-tool. The best meme was when they did it, when they made it into a Swiss Army knife. Yeah. Um, I have said she needs a double-bladed lightsaber. I've said that since day one. Right. Because she fights with a staff. Yes. But what they did was is... They got everybody talking about if she gonna, is she going to be a Sith? No, she's not. Because even the mouse is not dumb enough to put that in the trailer if that's the twist. Yeah. Because you wouldn't want that revealed. The thing about the the trailers uh Disney era Star Wars is that they do kind of give it away. Yeah. They kind they kind of gave away The Force Awakens. Oh god, yes. But I think that was the biggest. In story. essence, they gave it away, I think, because they were kind of forced to. Mm-hmm. Because, and we'll Fan go over voice. this on another tableau, because the fans hated the prequels so much, they literally drove its creator out of it. Yeah. And then when they got what they wanted, because I called it, oh, we want more practical effects. How come he didn't push the envelope with CGI? And it's, oh, I just want to smack fanboys a lot. Yeah. Um, they got what they wanted. And we're not and they, talking fanboys the movie, by the way, guys. And <laughs> Good they, movie, by the they way. They got what they wanted. They got what they wanted. Right. And they didn't like it. Then they cried to get something new and different. They got what they wanted, and, and they cried. Boom. They hate so. that one. They're going to hate Nine. Yeah. The new trilogy, Seven, Eight, Nine. you might as well just call it Star Wars The Fall. Or The Hate. Because, and even though I disliked The Last Jedi as I watched it more often... I get what he was going to do, Ryan Johnson. He just didn't execute it well. Yeah. Well, and I still don't really like him as a writer. A director, he he is. Right. Because he directs at least three episodes of Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. And he mm-hmm. did an excellent job on those. Right. He's not a writer. He 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 just went he went around that he 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 misexecuted that deconstruction. Well, and what we when we go into the analysis of it a little bit more in one of our post-cut episodes, because I I do think that Star Wars deserves its own little special on post-cut. Mm. With how yeah. much we love it. With how, oh, happen. we're wearing the shirts right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but mm-hmm. one thing that I do have to say is I loved the teaser trailer for Nine. Oh, and she jumps over the TIE when fighter. When she jumps over the TIE fighter and you've got all that and then you end with the Emperor's laugh. You're like, that is the perfect trailer. Yeah, the teaser worked. The yeah. teaser was great. Mm-hmm. And then you get the one from the cinema where it's first you had the Skywalker saga of Luke. Right, the, trilogy, the, really, the, the original Skywalker trilogy. trilogy. And then you've got the Anakin's the prequel Anakin trilogy and now you've got the Ray trilogy and it's like what are we gonna do next and it pulls into the the movie and it's like okay 
thank you for showing me that Billy D. Williams is going to be in it because I'm going to go see it for Lando. Right. I love Lando. I love Chewbacca. I like Yoda. But I mean, like, that's because I like the original trilogy. Right. I want to see my characters come out. And that was the big thing for me for Force Awakens was seeing uh, Han Solo, seeing Chewbacca, seeing Princess Leia, seeing Luke. And but you didn't see them together. Right. You never right. saw them together. And it was like that that was disappointment for me in the films. It was like you had such a point to reach, mm-hmm. but you never did. And then right. they tease us with these characters, but they don't deliver on what we're and looking for. Right. The trailers are almost deceiving because they make you think they're going to come together. And that's what I- now what about the trailer? For Rogue One. Loved God, I love that movie. The that trailer. And the trailer great. built it up nicely. And he- Gareth Edwards' version of Rogue One mm-hmm. had a trailer that did reveal that this was like a suicide mission kind mm-hmm. of thing, but it also kept the key characters under wraps and didn't reveal so much of the final battle. Right. You wanted nice. to know what was up. You wanted and to watch even that though version. we already knew what was up because yeah. it was given to us in the first movie. And remember, yeah. a lot of what was in that trailer had to be reshot. Mm-hmm. You don't get the shot of the TIE fighter coming up towards her. I noticed her. that. Right. They, were, they put which would have been kind of cool. in there, which is actually, I think God, that's kind of smart. It is smart. So in summation, the thing that they do wrong with trailers is they make it kind of meh. It's meh, but they also just reveal too much. Exactly. Yep. So get your voices out there, people. Let Hollywood know we don't want our trails to, trailers to spoil movies. That's why we have post-cut. Me and RJ have a special shout-out we need to talk about on this show. Yeah. So this is a shout out to our friends at the gaming council podcast. Whoop, whoop. <laughs> we love you guys, but we have to, uh, mention something that we heard on your podcast recently. So you think that now that you have an intro music, that you are <laughs> in the big leagues and well, that le- you're legit. Or are we starting a war here? Oh, <laughs> this is the beginning of the clone wars, my friend. So, you guys need to at least mix your intro music. Isn't that right, RJ? Ooh. Yeah, I actually composed and mixed the, uh, oh, the intro and that, bump music for us. That's a cannonball so, that's hitting the mast of the ship. I mean, ship. it kind of works a little better than just asking some dude uh, to do it for you. Also when Shots it's fired. Also when it's super <laughs> hit the mast, dude. Their main sail is kind of gone. <laughs> Are you sure they weren't chopping the ropes to fly to the other ship? So if you're going to think you're a part of the big leagues, guess what? We have had an intro since the first episode. You are on episode Ooh. nine and just getting an intro? Ugh, so generic. Uh, Oof. This is a shout out to you guys. Cut. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> and that was our pipe bomb. <laughs> All right, wrap us up, Sarah. All right. So... Shout out to the Gaming Council po- podcast. We really, we really love supporting you guys and all of your guys's podcasts. And so we're here you, for your emotional support. And we're here for your emotional support. If you need a shoulder to cry on, we'll be here for when your intro music fails. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> I'm joking. Uh-huh. All right. Well, then we'll catch you next time on Postcut Podcast. Come and hear our outro music, guys. Want to find out more about Postcut? Check out our website at www.postcut.com. There you can find links to our episodes as well as our coffee account where you can donate to our show. 
While there, send us a listener request for films to review. Until next time, thank you from all of us here at Postcut. It's my first time.